Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. I am here with my co-host, uh, Christina, at Raising Las Vegas. Hello, Christina. Hi. And today we are going to talk about how to deal with the animal kingdom during uh, the extreme weather. We'll be covering hot, cold, and pouring rain. I know, uh, you know, it's hurricane season or the tail end of hurricane season. We're getting into the cold weather soon. So we're going to talk about uh, those three things. But first, a couple of things. Number one is we are, um, you know, I, I want to direct you to our Tea Public store where we sell all sorts of cool Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge related T-shirts. I, in fact, I'm wearing one right now for the uh, Yeti Palace Hotel that was recently put up there, designed by the lovely Christina sitting next to me. Um, all purchases or all, uh, all, I should say, all profits made from the sale of these T-shirts go to conservation. And we are now going to uh, change our conservation uh, um, partner. We had done painted dogs for quite some time, and we, you know, made several donations. And thank you all for uh, for buying T-shirts and stickers and hoodies and all that kind of stuff to to raise money for uh, painted dog conservation. But we are going to switch it now to um, a, a penguin conserv- uh, conservation group one that deals with emperor penguins because recently for people in the news um, might have seen that um, emperor penguins are now listed as endangered for the first time. There's still, you know, tens of thousands of them in the Antarctic. However, scientists believe that 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 population is going to dramatically fall over the next 50 or so years thanks to climate change. Um, So because of that, they have been put on the endangered species list. So we are going to start raising money for uh, penguins. And I know Christina probably has a few designs in the holster to to add in the coming days or weeks, right? No? We didn't discuss this beforehand. No, we did not. I know you have a couple. I just just released that one and, and, and I wanted to thank everyone that's been posting them online um, it's it's really cool to see, you know, the people who are buying them and enjoying them and helping promote. Yeah, we just sold a couple of kids shirts, one for your uh, most beautiful and uh, Boneyard. So I, I always like it when I see kids uh, T-shirts being bought. Anyway, so I direct you to our T Public store. You can find it at on uh, on my Twitter account at Jumbo Everyone or. My Instagram account uh, at Safari underscore Mike or the Instagram account for um, the Radio Harambe, which is at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, 
The other thing I wanted to touch on is that a new baby okapi has been born at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okapis are endangered animals, um, mostly because they're only found in a very small area in the world, the the Atori Forest uh, in the Congo. So there's not a lot of them to begin with. Of course, with, you know, all the uh, political upheaval in the Congo and revolution and you know, forest uh, deforestation, you know, copies are endangered. So a, a baby one being born at the Animal Kingdom Lodge over at Kadani Village is uh, great news indeed. So I think it's Benti is the name of the uh, little baby Okapi. I'm not sure if the Okapi is out quite yet on exhibit, but if not, it will be shortly. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, how to handle the animal kingdom in the heat, in the cold, and in the pouring rain. And we'll start by saying, first of all, the animal kingdom is probably the most challenging park to deal with extreme temperatures because it is easily the most outdoorsy of all the parks. I mean, not only do you have animal trails, so that, you know, obviously all that's outside, but a lot of the queues. Uh, are outdoors like Kilimanjaro Safari, Expedition Everest, um, even um, you know things like uh, Nemo and in other other attractions, uh, Avatar Land and Dinosaur or not. But other than that, a lot of them are outdoor tra- um, queues. So when you're dealing with pouring rain, when you're dealing with heat, when you're dealing with unusually cold temperatures, which you know Florida can have. Um, I've been there when it's actually snowed, to be honest, when there was a frost on the ground. So yeah. it can be cold. In That was in January. And we're getting, it's not too far away. But let's first talk about uh, the heat. We'll start off with the heat. Um, and as I was saying, one of the problems with the animal kingdom is that a lot of the queues are outdoors. Um, for example, Kilimanjaro Safari can get quite stuffy in that building. Um, Expedition Everest isn't too bad because you're walking through kind of like those little shops and things, and there's usually some airflow going on through there. But other things like Kilimanjaro Safaris and some of the other ones that um, Kali River Rapids is notoriously hot uh, queue. And then going through all the animals and things like that, that, uh, you know, the Maharaja and the Gorilla Falls and all that kind of stuff can be challenging um, in the heat. So there's a couple of things that you should be aware of. Now, would the animals be less out if it's really hot? Well, that's a good point, and I was going to bring that up. Yes, they would be. They tend to be less active, um, not not so much less out, and that's a little bit, uh, which is a little bit different for when it's really cold. But they're usually out, but they tend to be very, um, you know, they 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 don't want to exert themselves and sweat and you know lose a lot of energy from the, from the heat, so they tend to you know, sleep it off. They tend to, you know, find a place to hide and in, in, in the in the shade. So it becomes difficult to see animals in the heat because it's not that great. So if it's going to be a very hot day, I would say that you're going to want to probably do the trails either first thing in the morning or right before they close, um, late in the late afternoon. Um, animals tend to be a little bit more up and about when they're first in the exhibit or when they're first going back into into indoors uh, for the evening, back into their uh, night quarters. But if you're walking the Maharaja Jungle Trek at, uh, you know, high noon on a day where it's humid and, uh, you know, 95 degrees, 
you're not going to see a lot of of uh, animal interaction. So um, that's actually a really good point. Um, there are a couple things that you can do um, with the heat. One of the things that I like to do is spend a great deal of time in the Nomad Lounge. I don't know uh, what your thoughts are on that, but there are certainly places where you can go to get out of the heat and just chill for a little bit. Nomad Lounge being one of my favorites. Well, uh, there are a couple places you can go indoors. I, I think, I don't know if you have this on your list, but you know, before even picking to go to Nomad Lounge and this might not be a nomad lounge thing this early, but I would plan to go really early. If it's forecast to be a hot day, mm. go early in the morning when it's going to be cooler and hit those outdoor attractions then. No, that's a great point. If, if it's, if, certainly if it's extra ad magic hours or whatever they're calling it now, uh, if they're open at 8 o'clock in the morning, get there for the opening and you know get out of, get out of Dodge by 11 o'clock when the heat starts to really pile up kind of thing. That's a great time to go to the pool. So before you cool off in the bar, I would just start your day off early. <laughs> one of the thing, I will say one of the things about early in the bar is the Nomad Lounge tends to fill up pretty quickly. Um, I would recommend if, if you are there in the morning, you know, do, do some of the things in the morning. No, 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 no. Do some of the attractions and all that kind of stuff. In the, but get to the Nomad Lounge a little bit before 11 so that you can get a seat because they, uh, they open, I think it's at 11. Check the, you know, check the website at the time. When I was there last, they were opening at 11 and you, um, they were having a system where if they didn't have any seats, you could put your name on a list and they would buzzy and that kind of stuff. Where That's the only unfortunate thing about Nomad is there really isn't much seating in there. No, and also if it's really hot out, half the seating is outdoors and it's not really all that comfortable. So uh, you want to be indoors. Um, that's one of the things I tended to love to do. A little tip uh, for people who are about are out and about, Restaurant Asaurus. Now, this is going to go against your, the grain, your grain here. But when, if you buy a drink at the Restaurant Asaurus, it's free refills. So you get iced tea or, or whatever you want. You can sit there and relax. It's a night, it's not a bad area. If that's where you're having lunch, that's fine. It's not my favorite lunch spot, but it's cool anyway. And you get free refills. I totally recommend getting like whatever, whatever. I've never been to Restaurant Source. You've never been inside never. of Restaurant Source? Not once. Really? It's really a great little spot. I mean, the food stinks. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, it's burgers, go, hot dogs. Dino Land, I can't get the kids out of the boneyard. So, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but in, in a really hot day, I've done this a couple of times. I've just taken a break at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and when it's really hot, and me and my kids would just get. They would get soda. I would get a nice tea or whatever, and we would just sit there, drink, have the drink. You know, if we wanted French fries or whatever, that's whatever. I, I don't like eating there. It's not really all that good. Get our drinks with a lot of ice refill it and then go out to the park and go do something again because you one of the things you need to do and i know you're a big advocate of this and i know soda is not really a part of this neither is tea is neither is tea, neither is, tea. is to hydrate yeah. um so and and we did a whole show on heat exhaustion heat illness uh, and the signs to look for it so you know uh, people can listen back we don't need to go over the entire thing but definitely if it's a hotter day keep hydrated um, if you are going to have a diuretic, like 
tea, mm -hmm. then make sure that you're also drinking water and replacing those fluids. And I encourage everyone to also bring electrolytes. Like Gatorade or something else? Yeah, I think, well, I think at Disney they sell Propel. Could be. Which is, which is an electrolyte drink. It's also kind of sugary. Well, maybe they make the zero sugar okay. one. I don't know which ones they sell there. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but, you know, make sure you're keeping your electrolytes up along with the water because it's not just taking in water. You also need uh, electrolytes for your body to process. Now, one of the other things about the heat um, is not only is the animal kingdom one of the more outdoorsy in terms of cues and stuff, but it's also very outdoorsy in terms of counter service. Mm -hmm. Harambe Market is all outdoors. There's no getting out of the heat, really, in Harambe Market. Satuli Canteen, my other top favorite of, the, of that park, is half indoors, half outdoors. And it's often very difficult to get a seat indoors yeah, when it's... it's when, packed, yeah. always. Especially when it's really hot out. That's a spot. Um, Flame Tree Barbecue is a little bit better. It's outdoors, but it's covered you can sit in those gazebos. I believe the gazebos have some sort of fan. You're also near the water, which tends to help a little bit in terms of cooling it down a little bit. But it's definitely more shaded and a little cooler than, like, say, Harambe Market, which is just out in the blazing sun. Um, Yak and Yeti, if you're doing that counter service, all the seating is outdoors. Um, really, the only indoor one is we're going is Pizza Safari, which they've reopened. It was closed for a lot of COVID. Um, but... The pizza there is terrible. It's, it's not. It's not. I mean, the the, the two worst ones are Restaurantosaurus and Pizza Fari. So, um, it's hard to get a meal and sit in a nice, cool place, a good one, because the best counter services are uh, outdoors. Where was all of that seating next to uh, where Burdika played? Not the dollar bar, but the opposite side. Do you remember my mom was hot? And she yeah, yeah. Had it, her sit back there. Yeah, it's behind uh, Tamu Tamu. It's it's. it's ton of seating back there and it's not fully covered but it's semi covered and shaded it's absolutely better and it's always empty no one's ever in there yeah that's true it's all it's what she's talking about is when you first walk into the harambe you pass the uh, tamu uh, on the right hand side the little you know drinks and dessert kind of place and right behind that is right before you get to the bathrooms right behind that is like this little room it's supposed to be an old the old harambe fort it's there's a lot of cool uh, ambiance to that a, a nice design to it um but you're right it is cooler there than it is if you're just sitting out in in no man's land it's it's certainly cooler in there than in, if you're sitting in harambe market itself so you can always right. grab your meal and go over there that's what i would suggest if you are going to go to any of those outdoor counter service like head back there and I think my mom, who who was sitting there, could still see the whole the performances and everything from the table we were at. Now we were at a table near the door there, Correct. but um, and it's not fully covered, but it is partially covered. So yeah, it's not bad. It's shaded. It's a little bit better in there. A hundred percent true. Um, but so I mean, if you're gonna eat lunch there, maybe the way to go is to get like a, a reservation at Yak and Yeti or Tusker House or. What am I thinking? Even Tiffin's you can do, although that's expensive. Tiffin's is really good, but um, I mean, that's... Uh, and if you're going to eat, you can always eat in Nomad Lounge. We've talked about this before. They have a nice little sort of tapas uh, uh, menu with different little items that you can get. And like, uh, what do they have? Like chicken satay. They had, a, you know, a couple of things like that. They had a, a bread thing. 
you know, whatever. And you can also get any of the appetizers from Tiffin's at uh, No Man Lounge. So there's, there's some variety there. It's not a bad place to eat. I remember one year with me and my kids, this is not the last trip, but one of the ones where we went in late August where it was really hot, we ate at No Man Lounge for lunch at least three times during the, during the week. Because mm-hmm. um, it was just a great spot to sit, cool down, the kids with their phones could plug the phones in right there because there's usually outlets right by each each table and get a little something to eat as well as some uh, uh, lovely alcoholic beverages. Shows during the heat. Now, it used to be the Festival of the Lion King. I don't know if you remember this, but the Festival of the Lion King used to be an outdoor theater. It had a cover. I do remember this. And, and it could get yes. brutally hot in it there. Was, it was difficult to watch the full show yeah really stuffy and hot thank goodness they've moved it to an, an indoor theater that's mm-hmm. air conditioned now so that's a great thing to do uh and even like even the line itself even if you're waiting there for a little bit you're undercover you're outdoors but i mean and it's something you could show up to at the last minute um and get into really oh no i don't think so the last couple times i've been there's a very long line okay but the but the 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 Line. You can fast pass it now. Yes, you absolutely can fast pass it. Yeah. So if if you if you're looking at the weather and you're figuring out your fast passes, which I don't know how early people have to do them nowadays, you know, it's if it's going to be incredibly hot, make sure it's one of your choices. Well, don't forget, there's no such thing as fast passes anymore. It's now Lightning Lane and and the other nonsense thing. Um, Nemo, not great. I'm that big. Uh, yeah, no. I, it's covered, but it's still, it's hot. It had the same problem that the old, the old Lion King yeah. had. And also, the out, it's outdoors, too. That When you're waiting for it, you're completely outdoors. There's, no, yeah. there's nothing good there. The one good one, though, is tough to be a bug is great for when it's hot. It is. Even, even going down, since you have to dip down below everything while you're waiting in the line... It's cool. Yep. It's really cool down there. Yeah, and when you're waiting, there, I mean, once you get down in there, you're inside. You're in the waiting room is inside where it's nice mm-hmm. and cool and dark, and it's it's a great place. Uh, conservation station's not a bad place to go if it's really hot. That's all indoors. Mm-hmm. The only problem is you got to walk all the way from the train to the to the conservation station. That's not great. But once you get there, it's it's cool. Yeah. Um, anything else that you can think of for heat? Well, um, you know, we, we did a heat illness show, and so I yes. just, you know, make sure that if, if you're going during the time that's hot, I encourage you to listen back to that show. Look for the signs of heat illness, especially in young children, because they don't often verbalize those signs as mm-hmm. much. Make sure you're taking in fluids, electrolytes, and giving yourself breaks. Um, you know, don't feel that you have to run from ride to ride to ride to ride. And then no one noticed that grandma's acting a little silly. Right. Right. Yeah. It's very important. She's 100% right. It's very important to take breaks, find a spot, go sit in a restaurant of source, go to Nomad Lounge, go back to the hotel and hang out in the pool for during the. That's the other thing is, you know, it's not on your list, but if it's brutally hot, you know, maybe take advantage of some of those things at Animal Kingdom Lodge too. That's a good point. You can go over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and just hang out there. Go to Sanan, sit at the bar for a while. I mean, that's fine. Or, you know, watch the animals at, from Jumbo House. You know, go I eat know, over there. You and your family usually take, like, a break and go swimming midday yeah. when it's the hottest. So, yeah. 
Um, that's another option is, you know, break your day up. Definitely go in the morning when it's cooler and then plan to go back at night. When my kids were younger, and this is up until three or four years ago, we would always go at the tail end of August. And the reason for that was, number one, my kids who were in like high school and, and you know before that grammar school and stuff were, were still out of school. The Northeast doesn't go back to school until right after Labor Day. So that last couple of weeks of August, they're still off of school. But the Southeast is not, and much of the rest of the country is not. Out here in the West, everybody goes back to school in early August. So it was much less crowded in the last two weeks of August. But it can be really hot. And I will tell you, uh, pretty much every day, um, you know, back in the old days when you had, you could book your fast passes online and you can park hop and it was not, you know, not a thing, uh, not a problem, I should say. Um, We would always hit the parks first thing in the morning, do it for like three or four hours, then go back to the hotel, either just hang out in the cool room. Most of the time the kids wanted to go swimming. So we did that pretty much every day when it was those really hot days. And then go back, you know, in the late afternoon to whatever park you were wanting to go to. Um, That's a great idea. Another show, by the way, that's really not great for the heat is the bird show. You're sitting out. Oh, yeah. You're sitting out in the heat. <laughs> and, you know, now that there's nothing in the water theater anymore, no rivers of light, no kites, tails, no nothing going on now, um, I imagine kite tails would be awfully hot and sitting out there in the heat. I mean, rivers of light, it was nighttime, so it wasn't so bad. But All right, so let's move on to cold. Now, that's where it gets a little different, and that's what's coming up uh, currently one of the one of the things you have to remember about the cold is often Animal Kingdom closes earlier than it does during the summer, not during the holiday season, but basically in January and February it's usually closed earlier. Um, and unlike in the summer, there are certain temperatures where animals will not be put out. So if you know going to see the animals is your thing, uh, you got to make sure that um, they'll be out. For example, the Komodo dragon. Um, as a cold-blooded animal, you can't put it out really in below freezing temperatures. Some animals like tigers and lions actually love the cold. Um, I mean, Siberian tigers, obviously, but the animal kingdom has Malaysian or Sumatran, I should say. And they actually love the cold. Zebras love the cold. As long as they have a dry place to go when it's time to go to bed, they're fine in the cold. But there are, the animal kingdom has 2,000 animals of 300 and di- different species, and each and every one of them has a, a temperature where, where they, you know, they've all been in captivity for decades, for, you know, the species. And the keepers know, all right, if it's 34 degrees, this particular bird can't go out. Mm-hmm. Or if it's 40 degrees, this particular reptile can't go out. I mean, whatever. Go, you know, on and on and on. So if... Animal watching is your thing. The cold can be a, a problem if it's really cold. And I'm not talking about 50-degree weather. If it's 50 degrees, I know you're chilly, you're wearing a sweater or, or a jacket. I'm talking as we're getting like close to freezing temperatures. That's when they start to have to say, okay, this animal can stay out. This one can't. This one needs dry space. This one can't, you know, that kind of thing. It does occasionally happen in Orlando. I know people don't think it does. that it does, but... It definitely does. Well, it absolutely does. Like I said, I was there one time in January. This is probably 10, 12 years ago, where it snowed. Um, I mean, it was below freezing. There was frost. 
I mean, the lead story on the news, if we were watching the news on, uh, you know, a hotel room was the frost because apparently that's a big problem for oranges mm-hmm. when, when there's a frost overnight. So it was very cold. It was in the 30s during the day at some point. So, yeah, that could be a problem. Um, a lot of the things that we were talking about before in terms of indoors versus outdoors still applies. It's just instead of boiling, you're freezing your tukas off if you're sitting out in Harambe Market, for example, for lunch. So you still probably want to do indoors. Um, Cues like uh, dinosaurs indoors, flight of passage is mostly indoors if you get there early enough. If you don't, you could be outside for a lot of it. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. All these things, Kali River Rapids, that you're probably not going to want to do at 30 degree temperature. They close it for a good portion of the yeah. winter to refurb it anyway. I do Kali River Rapids, but a bunch of the others, you get so packed into those lines, I actually find them to be warmer in the winter. You're actually probably warmer. You're, you're right. You're you've probably got so many people around you. Right, right, and you know, COVID be damned. It's warmer when you're <laughs> all these people surrounding you. That that's uh, yes. It's much. It's probably easier to deal with outdoor cues. Yeah. With a I, bunch of people. I don't think it has the same issue, and it's the same running around. Like the more you're moving, the more your body temperatures up, and so unlike with the heat where you'd want to take a lot of breaks in the winter, I, I think if you're moving around a lot, if you're in a queue with a lot of people, you're going to be fine. You'll be comfortable. Right. I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, another thing I forgot to mention about animals, I wrote this on my list, is that, you know, sometimes if you're, if you're there to see baby animal, like, you, you know, maybe there's new baby mm-hmm. tiger or something or a baby giraffe or a baby okapi like we were just talking about, they're more vulnerable to real cold temperatures so often um, while the adult may be out the infant or the baby animal whatever it is or the elderly animal too they're both more susceptible to um, problems in really cold weather so keep that in mind Um, anyway and I don't think there's really anything else in terms of cool except for let's talk a little bit about food there's a couple of spots we were talking about this beforehand there's one of the booths, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but there's these little carts that are around Discovery Island that sell different foods. One of them does hot mac and cheese, which sounds, I mean, I like mac and cheese more than you do, I but she don't at all. <laughs> yeah, don't at all. That's, but it has like different kinds of mac and like one has like barbecued pork on it. Another one's just plain and, you know, whatever. Um, that's certainly warm to to eat in the um, in the in the winter, as opposed to going for like say ice cream. Is it Kusafari or that sweet shop does cinnamon rolls, hot cocoa? Like grab something warm and walk around with that. Um, but you know, in this case, I would do the opposite of what I said for the heat, and I would go later in the day. So I don't know if you'd want your breakfast cinnamon roll at that time, or maybe you would. I guess there's no bad time for it. <laughs> right. There's no bad time for uh, but, but you're right. Kusafiri does have, do hot chocolate. They do a couple of warm uh, pastry kind of things like the cinnamon rolls. Um, they do other things like croissants and cookies and things like that too. Um, and there's also the Starbucks. So you can get a, a warm cup of coffee. That's right before you get to Harambe. You can do the coffee. They do hot chocolate too, although they charge you like $12 for hot chocolate. It's ridiculous. But anyway, that's a, a topic for a different day. Um, but it is there. Um there's a couple of other spots that sell like warm things. I know Trillobites on the path from Dinoland sells like these, um, like, like almost like warm uh, potato things that uh, it's like, uh, like almost like potato chips, like 
freshly made. Mm. Um, they were pretty good when I had them a couple of years ago. I think they're still there. But, I mean, that's another thing that's kind of warm. There's also a coffee stop. Um, people sometimes miss it, but there's one right next to Flame Tree Barbecue that sells Joffrey coffee. I think they I, they have like lattes. I don't know if they have hot chocolate off the top of my head. And then there's the Ananda Porti uh, cart over by um, Yak and Yeti. Again, another place where you can get hot coffee, uh, you know, some hot drinks uh, during the real cold temperature. So those are some places where you can go. And, um, you know, there are some, you know, bars. I mean, a, 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 a alcoholic beverage can sometimes warm you up a little bit. But um, I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to mention about the cold? No, just just what I said before. I would plan your day later once the temperatures have gone up. So if you're planning your day, that might be the day that you don't rope drop it. And unless there's something you really want to go on that you don't want to wait in line. Right. I mean, if you don't want to rope, I mean. I don't. <laughs> you, you have to worry about the whole Avatar thing and Expedition Everest. I mean, speaking of that, by the way. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the rides in cold before we move on to pouring rain. I mean. Kilimanjaro Safaris is still going to be running, mm-hmm. um, you know, and a lot of those anim- a lot of those antelopes, by the way, enjoy like forty degree temperature and are, are a lot more active. And and if the animals are out, they tend to be more active because well, it's cold. I mean, I, we all have been standing out in cold. You move around a little bit, you feel a little bit warmer. So that's true for animals too. Um, Expedition Everest, I mean, it's. When you're zipping around, it could be awfully chilly when you're <laughs> zipping around in that freezing cold wet uh, weather. But I don't think there's really. I mean, we talked about Kali. That's. I mean, I don't you, even think it's open in the winter. They close it for a significant amount of time. I mean, they will open it like in March, where it could still be cold and not worth going on, and it's still open usually during the Christmas season. Again, I mean, it, I mean, it's not like you know 30 degrees usually in December, but like, are you really going to go on that when it's 55 degrees? No. Yeah, probably not. So, um, yeah, so don't even, you know, not, I'm not even sure you would bother with that one. Um, but the trails are fine. I mean, usually those animals, unless it's like really below freezing and some of those animals can't be out. I mean, they're, the animals, if they're out, they're usually very active or at least more active than when it's boiling hot out. Um, I think that's all for the attractions. The safaris, Expedition Everest, there's really nothing, nothing else is really... Um, Hampered by weather, everything else is indoors, like flight of passage and Navi River Journey and uh, the shows and dinosaur and you know that kind of stuff. Anyway, all right. So let's go. Last but not least, let's go to when it's pouring rain, which we all know it can do. Um, It could be like that uh, at any time, not just a hurricane, but um, you know during the summer you'll get pouring rain days. I was actually there for a hurricane. Now, it wasn't windy. It was sort of the remnants. It was just sort of the outside bands, but it poured all day long. And we were staying at the boardwalk. This is back when my kids were little. And we were going to go to the Animal Kingdom, and there was a guy out there. Uh, we, were, we nicknamed him Buzzkill Bob um, after, the, after this encounter. He was there. He was a you know, cast member, and he would ask us, you know, where are you going? And we said, well, we have, we're going to the animal kingdom. And he's like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. There's a lot of outdoor things. You're probably better off at like Epcot where the, most of the things are indoors. You should go there. And the Epcot bus is coming. 
And I said, no, we're going to wait for Animal Kingdom. And he seemed annoyed that we were totally ignoring his recommendation. But that was one of the best days I ever had at Animal Kingdom. Um, it was, first of all, it was dead. Nobody was there. Everybody was up listening to, I, I imagine all the hotels probably had somebody out there saying, yeah, Animal Kingdom might not be a great idea. You might want to go where it's, you know, a lot more indoorsy type of things. And uh, like we said at the beginning, Animal Kingdom is more outdoorsy than any of their parks. So you're going to get wet. And if you don't mind just getting soaking wet, and we got soaking wet, but we had a blast. Everything was open. Everything was walk-on. It was cooler. The animals loved it. So when you walked on the trails, they were out and about and enjoying, you know, enjoying the wet and the, um, and the cooler temperatures because it was August. So it, generally speaking, it was hot that week. But this day was pouring rain, so it wasn't that hot. Um, but it was absolutely fantastic. Have you ever been there when it was like really pouring rain? Yes, but oh. my family lived there, so it wasn't as big of a deal. Right. Because we had a dryer at home, this right. and that. So, you know, just make sure you pack extra clothes in case it does rain. But I had the same experience. It was completely dead. Mm -hmm. Everything was a walk-on. It was pouring rain, but once you're that <laughs> soaked, you're that soaked. You don't yeah. even care anymore. Yeah, who cares at that point? That's a great time to go on Collie River Rapids, by the way. Yeah. I mean, who the heck cares if you get I think soaked? we did that. <laughs> Uh, the only one, I mean, the safari was fantastic. Even though it was pouring rain, the animals were out and about. Some of them would like gather under trees to sort of get a little bit out yeah, of the pouring I rain. A lot of animals, they actually use like mud as like sunscreen. So I bet they were rolling in mud and playing in sure. mud. And you got to see them behaving a little differently than you normally would. A hundred percent true. That is a hundred percent accurate. Um, the only ride I would say that was a little uh, iffy. Now, if it's thundering, I think they actually close Collie. I know they close Collie, and they close Everest. Yeah. If there's lightning if run, in the area. Everest in the rain. I did. <laughs> um, and it was raining pretty good. Now, the problem with it is, I mean, it was dead. You walked right on. and There wasn't any lightning, so it didn't matter. They were running it. It's just when lightning's around, they don't run it. Um, but... I will tell you the rain when it's when it's raining and you're zipping through it at high speeds like that it can sting. I mean, it, it doesn't feel comfortable getting pelted with rain at high speeds. It's it can sting your face a little bit. So it was, it was not the best Everest ride I've ever been on. But everything else is just is fine. The safari. I mean, you're under under the cover of the truck in the safaris. I mean, Kali River Rapids. You're getting soaking wet anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, are the other attractions like. Play the passage like dinosaur. The move, the shows are indoors. Um, the bird show, they might not do it if it's really pouring rain. I don't remember because you're kind of outdoors. Um, there is some covering, but it's not. I mean, the stage is not covered for the birds and stuff. So I'm not sure if they do it when it's really pouring. And I don't think they do it when there's lightning out. Um, but anyway, that's what happens when it when when it's pouring rain. Again, you're, you have to worry about outdoor cues. Uh, who cares? I mean, once, when it, when you're getting pouring rain, I'll tell you. When it, that day we were there, if we got there at nine o'clock, we were soaking wet by nine ten anyway. So who cares? I would actually avoid anything indoors just because Disney has an air conditioner cranking, and when you're soaking wet, like suddenly yes, it that, feels like you're true. in the dead of winter. That's true. So if you're soaking wet and you walk into, say, Tiffin's for a meal, it's cold. Yeah. Yakin Yeti is cold. Um, 
there are some things where you can sit outside, like for example, the Nomad Lounge outdoor seating, much better. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of it's very. I don't know, the sound of rain, especially rain and that, that thick foliage and in the river, is, is very pleasant to me. It's very soothing. I just like, it's got, got a nice ambiance. The Dawa Bar, now, this one, and I think, I, I know Barudica, or, or Burudica, excuse me, I don't know why I always say Barudica, but Burudica doesn't play there anymore. Occasionally they're there, by the way, every once in a while. But there are other uh, um, bands that play in the area, I know Burdika, when it poured, they would do sort of a smaller acoustic set underneath the bar at Dawa Bar, and there's nobody there, so you can enjoy you, you, it was it was a it's a great time to be there now I don't know if some of these other bands like Viva Gaia might find a spot to do you know, like a little show under you know under you know, undercover somewhere. Uh, where you can enjoy it, but the Dawa Bar does have covering, and it's an it's a nice area to to sit during a pouring rain, um, if you like, if you're into alcohol beverages and stuff. So if you get caught in the rain versus it's raining all day and you're just going for it, yeah, head over to Dawa and catch the entertainment up close. Yeah, um, and I like Dawa Bar anyway. Um, you know, other things like Conservation Station is a good thing to do in the in the pouring rain too. That's fine. You know, all that kind of stuff. The shows, et cetera, et cetera, except for like the birds, like I said. Um, in terms of food, again, you're probably not going to want to do Harambe Market. You're not going to want to sit and eat in pouring rain. Yeah, it's one thing to be walking around and just getting wet, but you're going to want to find a spot where you're not getting drenched um, to but eat. Most people don't want to be in Animal Kingdom, and I bet reservations are canceled mm-hmm. or if you just walk up they'll have seating yeah so you could do i mean um yak and yeti will probably have seating for you if it's usually like you said it's pretty quiet tusker house might be a little bit more difficult um but you can get into tiffin's uh shortly i mean tiffin's doesn't really do all that great in terms of uh drawing a crowd just because it's expensive uh, no Man Lounge, again, we were talking about that before. It's another great place to sit and you know, hang out for a while. Um, you know, Flame Tree Barbecue is outdoors, but again, all the seating is covered, so that's not too bad. Um, you just have to get your food to the to the uh, yeah. covered. I was going to say, I wouldn't do any of those food carts or anything yeah, that you carts. have to walk Forget around that. with because that Mickey pretzel will be completely soaked yep. before you get to enjoy it. That bowl of mac and cheese will be a bowl of water and cheese before you know yeah. it. Um, but but the flame tree, but flame tree barbecue is not bad. You can you can stay undercover for the most part, and you can certainly sit undercover. I mean, there's some seating out. But there are plenty of gazebos where you can sit undercover. So that's not a bad one to go. Do they close the boneyard? I didn't have kids when I experienced it in the rain yet. Um, when it was pouring rain? I could see them shutting that down. They Safety. M- they might have, actually. I'd, I'd have to look that up. That one I don't know off the top of my head. I don't recall. Um, I'd have to look that up. But that's. But you might be right about that. It might be closed. Um, um for for when it, if it's really boring, and the triceratops spin. That might be one thing that also closes when there's lightning in the area. Right. Um, I keep forgetting about triceratops spin, but that's <laughs> it still exists so it's far. It's <laughs> still there, um, but yeah, that's probably not something you want to do in the pouring rain. Or I mean, it's not too bad in the heat, but again, you're all outdoor. You're waiting outdoors, so unless if there's a line, I don't think I would bother. Um, but I think that's pretty much it with terms of. Um, 
you know, where to eat. A Satuli canteen, by the way. I mean, we were talking about it before. When the heat, it gets very crowded and it's hard to find a spot inside. But when the park's empty, it's a great place. Yeah. There's plenty of seating. There's, there is seating indoors. Even the sitting outdoors is under that awning. That is true. Yep. So it is covered. 100% right. You're still stuck in the heat and the cold, but it is covered. Um, so you are, you are, you're okay going there too. And that's, it's between that and Harambe Market as my favorite uh, counter service at uh, at the Animal Kingdom. I, I would say if it was raining, as we're discussing here, and they keep the interior super cold and I'm soaking wet, I would probably go to Satuli because it does have a covering and an awning, but the temperature difference isn't going to be so drastic. That's true. That's true. You could sit outdoors. That's another good point with Flame Tree Barbecue, too. You could sit outdoors. You so the, you're not sitting in the... 60 degree <laughs> it is but no it's all it's pretty much all covered when you're walking around i mean there are areas where you could sit where you're not covered but just don't sit there um but that's pretty much it for the pouring rain i recommend going there when it's pouring rain and frankly i recommend going there when it's freezing cold when it's boiling hot i mean we've we've had episodes about how you know whether or not animal kingdom is the the hot park or not um and you know i, I don't want to delve into that argument yet again there's pros and cons to it um there is a lot of a lot more foliage so there's a lot more shade in the animal kingdom but by the same token that keeps the traps the humidity i was gonna say you get a greenhouse effect when there's a lot of foliage and in a place that's already humid that's it can feel hotter Mm -hmm. than it is yeah, and also the fact that the Animal Kingdom is so outdoorsy, you're outdoors a lot more mm-hmm. in the Animal Kingdom. So that's why it, it's the hot park. There's some real truth to it. Um, so, you know, of those three kind of extremes, the really hot day is probably the least desirable of the, of the three. Cold's great. The animals are out. They're having a lot of fun. It's usually a little bit more quiet. It's, you know, uh, uh, you're... You know, all the attractions are just fine, except for Kali. If you're really into the river rapids, then, yeah, okay, then you're not going to go there. But, um, and the pouring rain, like I said, one of the best days I ever had at Animal Kingdom was when it was, I mean, it was pouring all day. Um, but, I mean, that's, those are the three things that uh, I, there's no other real extreme temperatures. And, and we, I mean, what else are we going to talk about? Earthquakes? I mean, we don't have to worry about that. But um, those are the three extremes, really hot, really cold pouring rain um i think that's pretty much it is there anything else you wanted to add no all right so i will uh once again remind you to go to our t public store uh you can find a link to it at my um twitter at john bar everyone at my instagram safari underscore mike or the at disney's animal kingdom instagram account which is run by the elusive uh, dave mcbride who was a part-time host he only comes on when we're interviewing Joe Rody or uh, Natty from uh, Burdika. But, um, you know, go to any one of those three sites. You'll see the Public link. Go on there. Purchase, um, purchase away. There's some great designs. Like I said, I'm wearing the Yeti Palace Hotel uh, shirt right now. And my lovely wife is wearing the Zuri Sweet Shop uh, <laughs> uh, T-shirt. So there, there are a lot of cool designs. Animal Kingdom, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Check them out, and all the proceeds are now going to start going to Emperor Penguins, 
thank you again for for buying t-shirts to help uh we sent several hundred dollars to the painted dog conservation over the course of the last few months so i appreciate that so hopefully we can help uh, help emperor penguins too so check those out so uh i will uh, bid you all a good night kwaharini and go well Now,